It's time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tyre. Hello and welcome to a brand new edition of the Pipeline Podcast. I know I say this what feels like every single episode that I'm happy to be back with you, but I actually really feel happy to be back with you this week. And it's not like I was lying before, but I say this because it feels like ages since I did another episode of the Pipeline Podcast. It feels like it's been so long ago, so I'm really happy to be back talking Blue Jackets prospects with you. And on top of that, I'm also really excited for this week's edition of the show because we have not one but two guests, Nolan Lalonde and James Fisher, pair of Blue Jackets prospects that we got to know last season. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, Dylan, you just said it. We got to know these guys last season. But they're in much different situations this season. Both of those guys are playing on new teams, so I thought it would be timely to catch up with both those players because not only are they on new teams, but they're having lots of success in those situations as well. James Fisher is where we're going to start things off with. He was a Blue Jackets seventh-round draft pick in 2022. Then we're going to get to Nolan Lalonde, who is now with the Saginaw Spirit in the OHL, and he is just having a terrific run, which I'll explain a little bit about coming up. But first up is going to be our chat with James Fisher. Again, the Blue Jackets selected him 203rd overall in the seventh round of the 2022 NHL entry draft. That happened in Montreal. To jog your memory a little bit, if you remember our chat with James last year, he was the guy from the Boston area that drove up to Montreal with his family, not really knowing that he would be drafted. They sat there for all seven rounds, and lucky enough, the Blue Jackets selected him 203rd overall. So that was a fun story. Uh, got to know James a little bit at development camp last season, then really, really enjoyed his inaugural interview on the Pipeline podcast, getting to know James Fisher last season. So he's a favorite of mine when it comes to Blue Jackets prospects. Last season, he played in the USHL with the Youngstown Phantoms. And to be completely honest, just wasn't the best situation for James Fisher. Didn't play as much as he wanted last season, finished the year with 10 points in 42 games. With that being said, he did have a lot of fun playing alongside other Blue Jackets prospects, William Whitelaw and Andrew Strathman. We got to know both of those players this year on the Pipeline podcast, but James finds himself in a better situation this time around. He's playing up north in British Columbia, the BCHL, with a storied franchise up there in the Penticton Vs. He's having lots of success this season, second on the Vs with 17 goals through 39 games. Those 17 goals also have him just outside the top 10 in goal scoring in the BCHL. So James Fisher really starting to find himself and get set for that next step that he's going to take uh, playing college hockey at Northeastern University after his time in the BCHL. Just a little bit more on James. He's got some good size, six foot two, 187 pounds, 19 years old, and he's a right shot from that Boston area, Burlington, Massachusetts, to be exact. So let's get right to it. Here he is, Blue Jackets prospect, James Fisher. I want you to try to think back to the end of last season because it was obviously a big year for you, right? Your first junior season ever. Yeah. So what were some of your biggest takeaways from last year? 
probably my biggest one is just kind of trust the process. Uh, there's a lot of times it was a little frustrating for me last year, but um, kind of just not pointing fingers at anyone else and blaming other people for maybe things that haven't gone my way. Um, just kind of trusting the process, um, just work on the small details, my habits. Uh, had a little knee knee injury, knee problem throughout the whole year. That was pretty um, mentally hard on me. Uh, just kind of trying to deal with that and wondering if it was more than what it was, but it ended up kind of having a pretty big effect on me mentally. So um, that that was something that I definitely wish never happened, but it, it did. So I, I kind of got to, if something like that happens again, I guess I know how to attack it this time. Um, and even this year, just being able to know what is going to, affect the way my body feels and and things like that just be able to take care of my body every day so with all that in mind how did you approach the off season like what was kind of the goal this summer or this past summer i should say yeah um and it, like right when i got home back to uh, the gym it was kind of just let's let's attack this head on um get onto the barbell do some squats um and I, it actually wasn't, I guess, the best idea for me because it didn't really make my knee feel all too great. Um, but uh, I ended up just doing some physical therapy and um, was pretty light on the skating in the beginning and then kind of ramped it up uh, a couple weeks into the summer uh, going into dev camp. And um, after that, I guess, uh, it started to feel great. And um, it was pretty normal summer back under uh, the bar, just lifting every day, skating, um, so it was, it was pretty, pretty normal, I guess, for a hockey player, uh, just that normal routine, skate, workout, eat food and go to sleep. So, uh, it was a good time. So for all of our fans that are listening right now that, uh, might not know you played last season in the USHL with the Youngstown Phantoms. You won a Clark cup there. Pretty nice picture on your elite prospects profile, mm -hmm. by the way, it's you, you lift in that Clark cup, which is nice, yeah, but I, you changed teams this offseason. You're now playing in the BCHL with the Penticton Vs. So can you kind of go through that process and how that happened? Yeah. So uh, I was in Youngstown um, after the season was over. I ended up getting uh, traded to the Madison Capitals. And uh, I guess not. I, I didn't really talk, I guess, too much with them. Uh, I was kind of talks with Fred Harbison here, the coach and general manager, um, and from the moment I talked to him, I, it sounded like, I mean, he obviously really knows what he's doing. I've been here for so long, a lot of championships, so many, so much hard to wear and there's banners all around our rink. So uh, you can see the the winning culture here. And um, it's, it's been everything I could have asked for too. I mean, it, it, the, the way we're treated like pros and uh, it's a pretty professional atmosphere. Um, it's a great group. So uh, it, it was a pretty, I guess, easy decision for me at the, uh, I guess the start of the summer to make my decision on where to, where to go for the next year. And um, it was ultimately Penticton and could have been made a better decision. Yeah. You started on fire to start the year. You were finding the back of the net like crazy, which is just terrific. Was there any sort of transition, I suppose, in terms of the style of hockey or the way the game is played between the USHL and BCHL? I mean, I didn't really notice too much of a difference, I guess, off, off the beginning. Um, I guess find myself on a, on a power play role in, in the beginning, which was a lot different than last year. Um, just being able to, you know, get the time to, I guess, make plays with less guys in the ice, obviously on the power play and shoot the puck, um, which I think is a 
big attribute to my game. Um, and I guess just being confident, um, attacking the net whenever I get it and, um, you know, just trusting my shot, trusting my speed and getting to the net was, a a difference that I guess I made mentally. Um, and it initially in the beginning of the year, it, 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 it really showed, uh, I scored a couple goals, um, and there's it was funny right before Christmas. I went on a little pointless streak, which is a little frustrating. Uh, and I wasn't front of the back of the net as much, but I guess uh, we came back and had some luck recently. So it's been it's been good. What about just life in Canada? What's different for you in terms of stuff away from the rink? Yeah, um, it is interesting. I, I was talking with my billets the other day about like things in grocery stores, like for example, like chips, like Lay's chips are different colors in the States versus here. And initially really confused. Like I saw a bag of gray Doritos yesterday, not much of a Doritos guy, but I've never seen them before. Um, and I guess there's new stuff every day. Um, the, the, the slight accent, I guess, um, <laughs> apparently I've picked it up a little bit too. Um, my family Who, told who's me. told you that your family back home? Yeah. My family and my buddy's grandfather actually told me that yesterday, listening to uh, an interview I did with Frazier, that aired on the game uh, Saturday night and he was just kind of making fun of me for it, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. But how do you like it? I mean, it's your, is it your first or like real taste of Canada? I'm sure you've been up there for tournaments yeah. and stuff like that before you're from the Northeast, but Western Canada is a different beast, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, I, I love it. I think it's, it's really fun. I mean, the views, the, the, the lakes and the mountains around Penticton, it's, it's pretty beautiful. And uh, the weather's been a little, all over the place recently, I guess, living in the Valley, but uh, it, I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. What about just going into this season? You mentioned last year that you were frustrated with the way that it went. And I, I think that's, you know, pretty obvious. Just, you didn't get to play as much as you wanted to, et cetera, et cetera. You would, you were dealing with that knee injury, but did you have any goals for yourself, whether it was specific numbers you wanted to hit or just where you wanted to see your game go going into this season? Yeah, I think, um, from last year, I kind of learned to put the numbers aside um, and not really worry too much about uh, production and, and the end goal and kind of worrying about more more uh, short-term goals and, um, you know, developing as more of a complete player, a 200-foot player, um, not just on the offensive side of the puck, but um, be able to, you know, be in the right spots in the defensive zone and the neutral zone and systematically just understand really how the game's going to work. And you can kind of see those uh, similar things that happen throughout the game and, and in all leagues, every, every team, like, I guess it's all systematically kind of the same. Um, so it, it's kind of fun, just kind of, uh, you know, I'm watching more film and things like that, just to be more of a student of the game, I would say. You and I talked about it last year, just, I guess kind of the level of hockey that you would play to that point going into your first development camp with the Blue Jackets. If you could compare yourself as a player right now to where you were at that point, how much have you changed? Yeah, I would say leaving prep school hockey, high school hockey on the junior level is the biggest difference I found was obviously the speed, but the the systematic play. I mean, in high school, you didn't really have any set face-off plays in the offensive zone or the defensive zone, things like that. And uh, a really structured neutral zone, I guess. And it was more kind of just we have a breakout. We got a neutral zone breakout. And we're gonna just going to take the puck to the net, things like that. Um, but there's a lot more, I guess, intricate things in, in junior hockey that you have to be more attentive to and, 
if you're not, it'll kind of come back to bite you. But uh, yeah, it's the speed in the, in the system is just the biggest difference. You've had a very solid season to this point. You've got 17 goals just outside the top 10 in the BCHL. You guys have got, what, 15 games left this season? So before the postseason, what are your goals? Where do you want to see your game go as this year continues? I guess, obviously, getting towards playoffs, it's going to get more physical. It's going to get faster. Less penalties are going to be called. So um, really just focusing on finishing my checks, getting first touch on four checks, um, playing hard, being hard to play against. Uh, I think a big part of my game is just going to be kind of getting under the other team's skin, um, being kind of annoying player out there to play against. But, you know, it's it's going to it's gonna get tough down the stretch. So got to be more physical. Who are some of the guys in the league that you're watching right now? NHL players that play that yeah. similar style of game. Yeah, I think um, I love the way that uh, you watch Matthew Kachuk and, and, and even just the Panthers in general there. Seems like every night they're stirring something up and uh, just it, they're obviously such a hard team to play against. And I think Matthew Kachuk is, is kind of right in the, the forefront of that. So um, I guess both the Kachuk brothers, they're really – they're strong physical players and they're kind of all around the puck. So that's uh, those are two guys I like to model it after. Yeah. I'm sure blue jackets fans like to hear that. Those guys are well known around the national hockey league and yeah. for good reason. The next step for you is obviously playing college hockey. So I don't want you to look too far ahead, but you, you itching to get to the NCAA level and kind of start the career there too. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty exciting, especially, I mean, Northeastern with the with a big game tonight actually for the uh, Beanpot Championship. Um, I mean, watching games like that, you can that just the atmosphere and and I guess the, the you see the fan sections up there chirping at each other and it just looks like such a such a fun atmosphere to play in. Um, and you know, I'm I'm super excited, but I guess uh, I'm really just kind of focused on uh, the end of this year and getting into playoffs and hopefully winning a championship. It's almost a little bit of a bonus, right? Just the strength of hockey in the Northeast and the Boston area right now, that that's yeah. something to look forward to. There's so much, you know, drafted NHL talent in that area. I'm sure that has to excite you too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, especially, I mean, there's so many guys I grew up with too that uh, have been drafted and are playing in, in these hockey schools. So it's, uh, it's, it's really fun to, I guess, watch it this year. And uh, I'm going to be seeing those guys on the ice in, in the years to come. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. You and I talked a little bit last year about what you were into off the ice in Youngstown. Have any of those habits changed now that you're up in Canada and Penticton, like on the road trips there, the buses, what are you into? Me and uh, my roommates actually uh, in San Diego and Zach Stringer, we've been watching, I guess the recent probably two months we started hanging out in the basement more, uh, hanging out with each other and just watching movies, TV shows started with more serious. So like Harry Potter, Star Wars, uh, things like that, uh, and all the Marvel movies. We we went through all those. We just watched Game of Thrones. Uh, so it's it, it that's been great, and it's the weather's turning a little bit. So hopefully those golf courses will open up. I'm sure I mentioned that last year. Uh, <laughs> yes, I remember uh, yeah, that. I yeah, I love playing golf, so uh, I'm really excited for that. What's the handicap at these days? I know it's been a little while, but uh, yeah. go, going back to last summer, where was it at for you? Yeah, I don't have a I guess an official uh, handicap, but. Uh, I have, uh, I guess, a, my own little app that tracks it. So I'm like, surround at 10. Okay, that's not too bad. Not bad, no. No, no, you can you can get up and down. You can get around a course yeah. a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot of fun playing with those guys. Uh, as you look forward to the offseason, what are James Fisher's offseason plans this year? Yeah, um, 
I'm just excited to kind of, you know, load just my body, I guess, in the weight room more because during the season, you're not lifting as heavy. Um, just to, you're just trying to, I guess, trying to maintain instead of build. Uh, so I'm really just, you know, excited to get back in the weight room um, and be home, of course, lifting with friends, obviously in the gym and then skating uh, with guys that have been skating with the past few summers. It's just, you know, kind of a great group. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty fired up just to, you know, get back in the swing of things, get back in the swing of summer. And what sort of things have the Blue Jackets communicated with you that, you know, they want you working on as this season goes on, as the off season comes, development camp comes around, all that? Yeah, uh, I would just say, obviously, the the physicality part of my game, um, I'm a bigger guy. So they mentioned just, you know, finish finishing your hits, being hard on the forecheck, doing, doing those things, playing that uh, north and south game uh, has been, I guess, the biggest thing that they've communicated. Big, big thank you to James Fisher for taking time to chat. Uh, You know hockey players. They're always very busy, especially James in the thick of things with Penticton right now. But I really appreciated the opportunity to catch up with James just to see that, you know, he's doing well. He's feeling good in his first season in Penticton. And like we talked about, having a lot of success this year. So thanks to James. And also, I'd like to say thank you to the V's communication staff for setting that up. Now it's time to move on to the Nolan Lalonde portion of the Pipeline podcast. Nolan has a little bit different of a situation than James Fisher, and that's because, first and foremost, he's a goaltender. And on top of that, he is an undrafted free agent signed by the Blue Jackets last season. He was invited to Blue Jackets training camp, did very, very well there. We got to see him in some preseason games, and then he ended up signing a contract with the Blue Jackets. He plays in the OHL, so a different league than James Fisher, and he started this year playing with the Erie Otters. That's where he had spent the previous two seasons. But he was traded after playing only four games with Erie this year to another OHL franchise up in Michigan, the Saginaw Spirit. And there he's had lots of success. He's 15-4-0 with a 2.95 goals against average and an 879 save percentage in 24 games. But even more impressive, and this is the whole reason I wanted to chat with Nolan, he has won 14 consecutive games with Saginaw. He is on an absolute tear right now. So it's time to learn everything we need to know about this streak. Without further ado, here he is, Blue Jackets prospect and Saginaw Spirit goaltender Nolan Lalonde. So why don't you uh, start out by telling me about the trade early this season? You started off in Erie where you had spent the last couple of years where you were drafted into the OHL, but you were dealt early on. So take us through that process. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a Monday night. Like I really didn't know it was going to happen that day. Um, So I was sitting at home on a Monday night and my phone rang. It was Erie's GM and he was like, Hey, um, you know, it's kind of gave me the spiel about it's, you're going to go to Sarnia. It's a good opportunity for you. And, you know, they're a young team with a good coach. And at that point I'm like, okay, so I'm preparing myself mentally to go to Sarnia. And then um, a little bit later, I got a call from them saying that I was, they were going to flip me here. So I ended up in Saginaw and I mean, it's, it's been unbelievable ever since, but it was a crazy, like two hour span of thinking I'm going one place 
And like an hour later getting a phone call saying, Hey, we're actually going to flip you right away. What were your first thoughts when you heard you were going to Saginaw, given that they're hosting the Memorial cup this year? It was exciting. Like, I mean, words really didn't come right away. And I still, it's still kind of, it doesn't feel real that we're playing the Memorial cup. Like obviously like it's, it's been overbearing all year. It's like been over kind of hanging over our team, but like, it still doesn't really feel real to have that opportunity and know that, you know what, like we actually can do something really special here. And I mean, obviously our goal as a team, we want to win the OHL championship too, not just the Memorial cup. So that's kind of our main focus right now, but kind of have, that's always been in the back of our minds. I think too, it's just like, it's, it's there and it's an opportunity that, you know, not many people get in their lifetime and we're, we're lucky enough to have. You guys are really set up to do both, right? You've had an excellent season to this point. You had a big trade deadline loading up with some guys, but I want to go back to around that trade after, you know, you're going to Saginaw, like how quick does it all happen? When did you get there? Um, so I got a call on Monday night and then Tuesday morning at 8am I was on the road. <laughs> so it was, it was quick. So I had to go to the Sarnia first and then ended up coming here because the trade had to go through on both ends. So I had to drive all the way through Canada instead of going through Ohio and then back up through <laughs> Michigan. But um, yeah, it was, it was a whirlwind. Like it was, it was very fast and it, I didn't realize how fast it actually happened when someone got traded. I just seen it when guys were leaving and I didn't really know how it, but um, how would it work out? But yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was uh, the 24 hours from the time I got the phone call to the time I got here and got settled was wild. So you actually physically had to go to Sarnia to make it official. Yeah. Yeah. So I stopped there for about five minutes, uh, met the equipment manager, shook his hand <laughs> and then um, <laughs> met up with our assistant GM, Brian Prout and followed him to Saginaw. Oh, that's absolutely unbelievable. Tell me about Saginaw. Was it an adjustment at all compared to what you'd experienced in Erie? It's different. I mean, like the way they do things here is super professional. Um, I mean, Erie was awesome too. Um, but just like the way, like, I mean, I'm sitting in our video room right now that has a full in front of me is there's a full giant projector screen that we do use every day. Um, I mean, I knew the facilities here were amazing just from talking to guys that have played here and, and seeing stuff like that. But uh, I mean, it's just, we do everything as a team. Like it's, it's the tightest group I've ever been a part of. I mean, like even when guys come in like right away, it's like everybody's a part of it, no matter where you came from, no matter how many years you've been here, how many years you've played in the league. So it's, it's different in that sense than I think most junior teams probably is everybody's super, super tight. And I'd imagine that that's what's made the team so successful this season on top of the obvious skill that you guys have, but specifically with you as an individual, why have you managed to have so much success in Saginaw? I think honestly, it goes back to your point about just the team. Like we have an unbelievable group here. Everybody supports each other no matter what. And then, um, I mean, on top of that, my goalie partner is awesome, Andrew Oak. And I mean, we bounce ideas off each other every day in goalie skate, which I mean, that's another thing that's awesome here too, is we have a full-time goalie coach, Rick Ice, which is awesome. So, um, but yeah, Oki and I, I think the, part of the reason we've both been able to have so much success this year is just we're there for each other and we kind of always bounce ideas off and trying to get better and pushing each other on the ice. Can you tell me what that relationship between goalie partners is like and what some of the stuff is that you guys are talking about? And I ask because it's not often that I get to talk to goalie prospects. There aren't that many of them. <laughs> yeah, um, it's fun. I mean, having another guy who's just as passionate about it as you are is awesome. And I mean, he's also he's very smart, like he's a great goalie. So, um, I mean, a lot of the time we just kind of joke around and mess around. I mean, we hang out outside of the rink, too. Um, but I mean, at the rink, it's. You know, when we're on the ice, it's business. It's, you know, we're talking about different plays, kind of like what's your read there? What would you kind of do in this situation? And I mean, I find that really helps on the ice too. Just having another opinion there outside of just the goalie coach or outside of just your own like 
getting in your own thoughts about it, having someone to bounce that idea off of and say, Hey, what do you think? And then he can look back and say, you're, that's completely off. Like that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. <laughs> so it's, it's been nice to kind of have someone there like that. And then also just the fact that we we're boys outside of the rink too. And we just hang out and play video games and do whatever. So. All right. I was going to ask, like, what do you guys do together? Because, you know, goalies, they're a little bit different than skaters, right? Not just in what they do on the ice, but people will say that goalies maybe have a screw or two loose off the ice. So what do you guys like to do? Um, I mean, kind of most of our team um, right now, I mean, a, a lot of us love to play golf. So that's kind of the one thing that we're missing right now. Is yeah, that, right. You know? um, so it's been a lot of like a lot of NHL, a lot of Madden, those kind of games, um, just like getting on the, the headset with the guys too. And um, other than that, like we will go watch movies as a team together and go to like, we'll go to the movies or go to someone's house. And I mean, a lot of goalie lunches too, just like in between goalie skate and like the morning. So it's um it's a lot of fun just having that relationship with them and just being able to kind of just kind of take it a step to the side and just outside of the rink be able to kind of shut down from hockey a little bit and just do other things and could you have possibly imagined that you guys would have this relationship that he would be supporting you as much as he has and vice versa given that you just kind of came into the team not knowing that you would be here this season yeah, I didn't really expect like anything to be honest when I got here. Like it was um it was just kind of the unknown and I mean right from the first day like he was awesome and I mean it's been a lot of fun just to kind of get to know him too just outside of the rink and um and, I mean everybody here's kind of like that too. Like I had no idea what to expect coming in and you get here and it's just like guys are just welcoming you in right away. A big reason that I wanted to have you on is that you're riding a 14 game winning streak right now, which is absolutely unbelievable. So before I ask you anything about it, is it something you're acknowledging? I mean, a little bit. Like, it's it's there. It's in uh -huh. my head a little bit every once in a while. I mean, in the moment, like, when I'm playing, it's kind of hard to think about that. <laughs> um, and I honestly, I've, I've said before, I think, like, that's just when I play my best, I'm not thinking. So that's, that's part of that. But, yeah, I mean, every once in a while, it kind of comes up in conversation or you see something, and you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, it is there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool, right? It's It's got to be yeah. good, but... I don't want to talk about it too much with you for obvious reasons, but I'll just ask you, how have you felt during this streak when it comes to just your body, how you're playing on the ice, your confidence, et cetera? Yeah. I mean, our team makes it pretty easy on me. Like, honestly, I know I keep going back to that, but uh, I just have to do my job and worry about the saves I have to make and they take care of the rest for the most part. But other than that, I mean, just the confidence level is really high. Um, and like the comfort level too is really high. Like I just, I'm, I'm comfortable making saves and being more assertive than I was in the past. And I think just kind of having that, like that confidence going into each game saying, okay, I know I can, I know I can make these saves. I know I can win this game. I know I can do whatever I can to help our team. And it's just, I think that's been the biggest part for me is just the confidence level has gone up a lot. That's awesome to hear. What's the conversation been like between you and the Blue Jackets this season? Um, well, I've, I've seen Thies a couple of times, uh, Brad Thiessen, and I mean, he's just been super positive with me and he's always kind of telling me to focus on the little details in the process and, and just making sure I'm doing everything I can to get better. Um, even when it is going good, you know, you still have to keep working to improve on things. And that's been the biggest focus for me is just the little details, both on and off the ice. Uh, I'm really focusing on off the ice, just my fitness levels and keeping that up, maintaining it through the season and keep my body healthy so that I can play as many games as I need to. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been awesome to have him there too. Just to kind of, again, another guy to bounce ideas off of. I know a couple of times I sent him a text with videos saying, Hey, what do you think? Like <laughs> you see anything or, but, um, yeah, he's been, he's been awesome this year and he's been able to come up a couple of times too to work with me, which is a lot of fun. You mentioned those small details. What are some of the things on the ice that you're working on? 
I think for me, it's been having my feet underneath me a bit more. Um, I had a tendency to get pretty wide and then it kind of gets locked in and then I end up sliding instead of just being able to push over on my feet and make a easier save. And I just made it harder on myself by being a little wider and just kind of immobile. Um, and that's been a big focus. And then the other thing is just um, like the triggers when you go right away. So like make a save go right away and just being able to kind of focus on even in practice, just even if there's a rebound, play it out and then go to the next shot. You know, you were signed by the Blue Jackets after training camp last season just because you made such a good impression. You played so well in those preseason appearances. But how do you feel you compare as a goalie now to back then? I think I've taken strides more so mentally and off the ice. Um, I mean, on the ice, obviously, I do feel I've gotten better in certain areas. But just like the mentality I have now is a lot different than the mentality I had maybe last year. Um, It's just a lot more positive, a lot more like eager to get better and eager to kind of do the little things and the hard things that maybe aren't, aren't pretty, aren't exciting, but they have to be done. And I I find that I'm kind of, I'm able to kind of put those more into a positive light than a negative light now and, and not like dread them as much. I think you made the team goals for Saginaw pretty clear this season. You guys want to win the OHL and then obviously give it your best in the Memorial cup. But what are your individual goals as this season progresses? I mean, for me, I think it's just play as well as I can and as much as I can. Um, it sounds really silly. Like it sounds super simple and bare bones, but I guess that's been another thing I've worked on is not putting like numbers on, on a goal, just like mm-hmm. do everything I can to get better, play as well as I can when I get an opportunity to play and be consistent with that. And then hopefully that leads to playing as much as I can. So that's kind of been my biggest goal is just be consistent and be really dialed in on those little things. The last thing I got for you, what excites you most about the Saginaw spirit for the remainder of this season? As I mentioned, you guys made some deadline acquisitions. You loaded up on talent. You're a very, very skilled team. You had talked about it at the start. There's lots of young skill on that team, but you guys added some more veteran players. So what excites you the most? I think, I mean, going back to the young skill, like seeing those guys develop too. I mean, Zayner obviously is having a great year. Uh, Zane Parekh and so is Michael Nisa. I mean, those two guys are they're on the ice they're unbelievable and off the ice they're they're so mature beyond their years and it's it's fun to see um and then i mean the group we have is i mean the sky's the limit um i think i'm most excited just to kind of see where it goes and see what we can do as as a team here so that'll be pretty interesting to see all right nolan well i appreciate you taking the time to do this congratulations on a great stretch lately and all the best as this season goes on i'll be rooting for you guys thank you really appreciate it So just terrific to catch up with Nolan Lalonde in, I guess, a year since I last chatted with him. I forgot about how good of a guy Nolan Lalonde is. Just a big smile on his face for the entirety of that interview. So I'm really happy for him and what he's been able to do this season after what he explained was kind of a rocky start to his year. Now he's found a home in Saginaw. They have had a fabulous year to this point. They're hosting the Memorial Cup, the first U.S. team to do it since 1998, I believe, the first team in Michigan to ever host the Memorial Cup. So that'll be a hotbed of junior hockey coming up in a few months here. But hopefully Nolan Lalonde and the Spirit will uh, come away with lots of lots of success accolades when it comes to the OHL playoffs and then have a nice run in the Memorial Cup as well. But that'll do it for this week's edition of the Pipeline Podcast presented by Ruoff Mortgage. 
big thank you to both James Fisher and Nolan Lawn. Also, a thank you to the Penticton V's and Saginaw Spirit Communications Departments. Very, very helpful in getting those interviews set up. And as always, thank you for being with me. I will chat with you very soon.